0: Hello losters and um, fellow authors, aspirants, and all listeners. Today we have an interesting, just like the previous episode, we have a fiction writer who writes on based on mythology. Uh, last, year, last week's was Parag who does on Mahabharata. This time she is uh, into mythology and a very interesting person to talk to we're going to have a lot of fun talking today and uh, danya will be introducing um, um preeta formally um so uh preeta welcome to our show um, thanks for being Thank our you. guest today and Thank you, uh, over to Thank you. danya
1: <laughs> hello fellow listeners uh today we have with us preetha Raja She's the author of shiva in the city of nectar based on the tamil uh Srivule Puranam, Son of Shiva, based on Kanda Puranam, Hounds of Shiva, based on Periyapuranam, and the warrior guard Ayapa of Sabarimala. Pritha's book, book is The Dance of Shiva, a collection of Sala Puranas. And she is also the editor of V.S. Rav's Navagraha Purana. Pritha Rajakanan has contributed to the New India Express and the Express School magazine a homemaker and a grandmother she lives with her family in madurai tamil nadu welcome preetha
2: thank you thank you so much first and foremost let me tell you both Jainti and danya it's a pleasure and a privilege to be with you today
0: happy having you uh, here with us preetha and for those uh, <laughs> you know listeners who don't know what Purana uh, or uh, you know those those belong to ancient Tamar <coughs> religious uh, literature, uh, which are revered even today. They are so much dense and um, deep in meanings. And um, as everyone should know, that Tamil is the oldest language proven. Uh, yet, and, uh, you know, again, again and again that it is the oldest of languages and uh, oldest of the classic languages of the world. Coming to Preeta, why mythological fiction? Uh, What inspired you to write on that? And it seems you didn't just stop with the first one, you have gone on to the second and third. I'm really interested in knowing what triggered you to go into writing about mythology in a fictionalized form. When was the first admission? The
2: creative ignition. Share with us. Let's begin there. Okay, uh, J T. Before I answer your question, yes, please. I would just like to. I would just like to point out yes. that uh, we we should not equate mythology with fiction, okay. uh, because fiction is different from mythology. Because in mm-hmm. the case of mythology, a mm-hmm. belief system comes into play. Myths belong to particular cultures, to particular societies and a large segment of people in that society or that culture believe in them. For them, it is real. So, where I am concerned, my uh, books are retelling of the Puranas and the Puranas themselves are a merry mix of mythology and genealogy and history and the Vedas and what have you. So actually, I don't fictionalize the Puranas. What I do is, in my books, the skeleton of my story remains true to the original Purana. So my imagination or the fictionalization comes into play Mm -hmm. only in fleshing out the skeleton. Mm. Uh, to make it more uh, readable, mm. so maybe what I do is um, add atmosphere, mm. add uh, dialogue, mm-hmm. uh, make the characters more real to life. That mm. is what I do. Mm. So let's say, okay, with that out of the way, let me uh, come to your question. Yes, I'll be very frank. The only reason I jumped into mythology and the Puranas was because I thought it would be the easiest way to get published Because, you know, yeah so because, so because when I was kind of looking at um, English writing, you know, Indian English writing, it kind of struck me that every other bestseller or well-known book was based on mythology. Yeah. So, so then I thought, okay. This is my best chance of getting a toehold, you know, to get into this, thing of getting a book published. So that is why I uh, chose this particular genre and uh, decided to write on the Puranas. And uh, I also realized that South Indian Puranas have largely been ignored. So that's when I decided to uh, choose this particular genre with Talami Tomji. Uh, what's your
0: book, first book? Was it published traditionally or did you publish it on your own, self-published? And if there is Uh, a story behind, could you share with us? If there were any rejections, you can please share with us. Everyone will benefit. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, Actually, um, uh, my journey into getting my book published was pretty straightforward. So, you know, once I had uh, completed the book, I just went online and I googled uh, top Indian publishers in English smart picture.
0: Yeah, I'm smart. Uh, My videos, I don't know if you uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so. Anyway, I've been in this field for 27 years. I don't do all these
2: things. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. <laughs> so so then, uh, uh, then, then what I did is I shortlisted uh, eight of them. Who mm. had published mythology. Uh-huh. Okay, who had already published mythology. And then I sent my manuscript to them mm. or sample chapters as yeah. per the requirements, whatever they wanted, mm. and then gave the weight. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Not a peep out of them. <laughs> Not even an acknowledgement. <laughs> and you know, there I was oozing confidence from every pore that i had a story no to tell and that there was a whole wide world of readers waiting for there, you to tell just it. dying <laughs> exactly just dying to hear it and <laughs> here i was met you're with already this a writer <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so you know and and then you know uh, after several weeks i heard from two people so then you know there I was and wondering you now what's to be done. And fortunately, then that was when J Co., uh, got to me, and they were ready with a contract. But uh, I think I suspect. I mean, later I was thinking that maybe I struck it lucky with J Co because at that point the chief editor was a South Indian girl. So maybe mm-hmm. the content, because for me uh, it was a Tamilayadhal Purana. My first book was based on that. So I thought maybe it struck a chord with her. It could be. So, so that is how this first thing happened. Good for you. Good
1: for you. I'm very happy to hear that. Uh
2: many authors usually do not
1: follow a trend. And it is very refreshing that you uh you know particularly went on to research what the trend was, and you found the found your own niche in that trend. So what uh did you feel when, you know, like your our perception of a trend will be much different than the market's perception of a trend right definitely. so uh, when you say mythology was the trend contemporary mythology and urban fantasy is the trend the type of mythology that you are writing is not the actual trend no, no, so definitely what, what did you how did you uh, you know perceive that difference or how did you break that challenge of
2: the difference see for me basically i wanted to do something i was comfortable with Something which I was comfortable with. And uh, what I, as I told you, I realized that South Indian Puranas have been largely ignored. So I thought if I got into that, I would be doing something which I love, which basically I love, which I'm familiar with. And at the same time, I would be introducing readers to something new, fresh, fresh content. Like, I mean, like, you know, after the Mahabharata and the Ramayana, and you know, those things which everybody, which when you say mythology, Usually, that is what it means. That's what it means. Because even those books, of course, you know, they also come in the Puranas. But the South Indian Puranas, I did do a little bit of uh, research in the sense of the books published. And I didn't come across uh, many, especially in English, which dealt with these. So then I thought maybe, like, you know, maybe I'm introducing readers to fresh content. And so maybe I will uh, go with that. And another thing for me, See, my first book was Shiva and the City of Nectar, based on the Thirvaliyad puranam And once I had decided that mythology was going to be my genre, the subject of my first book, the subject of my first book was almost a no-brainer for me. You see, I live in Madurai. And in Madurai, the Thirvaliyad puranam is all around us. Uh, The name of our city, um, our river, our hills, even the streets, the names are associated with the Purana. So I actually chose, to, uh, chose that because it's something I was very familiar with, which I had grown up with, and it was uh, more of a celebration for me. And I was very confident that I was introducing people, many people, not I mean, I mean not uh, uh, Madurai people or Tamil people as such, but taking this to a wider audience, and maybe maybe there would be a demand for it. I mean, fresh content fresh mythological content.
0: Um, all your books are from the same publisher. That is one question. The other question, uh, how are the books doing in the readership point of view, sales point of view, if you can share with us.
2: Yeah, sure. Uh, I have uh, stuck with uh, j JCo uh, I don't know. Um, uh, you know, um, uh, Maybe it is Zazine is also okay. I'm quite willing to accept that also. Or maybe it's just a comfort zone. I mean, like, you know, okay, like, you know, we have kind of, we are comfortable with, you know, uh, that kind of uh, thing. So I have stuck with them. I have stuck with them. Of course, they're not really into marketing. They are more textbooks, you know, when I, my first book, they are actually uh, 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 number one in textbooks. So like, you know, they, at first we didn't have teething problems. So I would actually say for my first two books, um, the marketing and you know that kind of thing was really not up to the mark not up to the mark at all but uh, after that I've had the you know they have very young girls who are coming in people like Dania, you know that age young enough to be my daughters those kind of girls have come in and now they are more doing a little more marketing and there's more uh, uh, what do I say promo videos and things that which I was never ever asked for so but now for my last book those things have come into play and then as for how my books are selling, very, very modest, I'm sure, because like, like you know, that especially the last two years. The last two years were a total washout, total washout. But otherwise, okay. I mean, like, you know, I'm okay with it and they seem to be okay with the sales also. So, I mean, my for me, my uh, the affirmation that my books are doing okay, that they're kind of alive, is that Jayco is willing to publish the next one.
0: That's way. So I take That's it like good. that. So uh, is the uh, are the three books, right? Three books over what Five. Uh, how many uh, Five uh, years. Okay. Five books. No, no, for how okay. many years? She's asking how oh, many sorry, years. Oh,
1: sorry,
2: sorry, you... sorry. I the first book was 2015. Okay. Then I had one in 17, 18, okay. 19, and 21. Oh great. No. Oh,
0: great
1: okay lovely okay uh mm. i wanted to ask you see uh what happens is the canonical text the whatever uh, mythology that you're talking about the canonical text is basically in tamil right yeah there are yeah. certain things which can get lost in translation when you're Definite. changing it into Definite. english and there are there are certain Definite. things which can be added in translation right yeah so yeah. like yeah. you said even though the same Ramayan was written by valmiki yeah. and kambar the way they write, the style of the presentation, and, the, and one might have been prose and the other made, would have been made more poetic and all that. How, how, how different is your book from the actual canonical text?
2: Uh, see, uh, Danya, when you come to the Puranas, if you ask me, there is no one version. We're talking about it does not have to be Kamban and Malmiki because the languages itself are different. But generally, even if you go for the original Sanskrit Puranas, you will find so many different versions. Alternative narratives are so common when you deal with the Puranas. So as I keep telling you, I did not want to fictionalize the mythology. I was very, I was very clear about that. So what I what I do is I take the Purana and you know I do try I do try my very best to stick to the original as much as I can as much as I can but when I come across um, alternative narratives and I do come across them very often very very often you have two or three the same story the same story we don't even have to talk about whether it's poetry or prose or no even the action story itself you get different versions. So at that point, what I do is I opt for the one which I have heard because my most of my thing is based on oral oral uh, the stories which have been passed on orally over the generations. So I generally, I go for that.
1: Mm. Okay, mm. so
2: what usually happens in the trend
1: that we are talking about, the myth- mythology trend is that uh, people write from one person's perspective, right? like writing Ramayana from Sita's perspective. Or writing the entire Mahabharata from uh, Kundi or even uh, Panchali's perspective. So, like you said, there are because there are many narratives. There is higher scope for looking at the same story from different eyes and giving different perspective to it. But your story, because I've read the last one, the dance of Shiva, I feel like it is it is the, it is written in a third-person point of view and yeah. it is written yeah. in a helicopter view. Like you just look like it is us for us for a reader to be looking at the entire story as it is happening and not from any point of
2: view. Yeah, Uh, correct.
1: Correct. Was this more restricting for you? Because that when you write from a singular point of view, it is it is more liberating, right? You can bring in some yeah, some different different perspective. But though you didn't want to, you know, fictionalize it. Was it easier for you to write it this way in a helicopter view or was it tougher for you to write it this way?
2: Uh, I think it was easier. It's easier. Because then you are actually writing about something which is there in front of you. You understand. But this this particular thing leads me to something else. Mm. Like, for example, you are talking about uh, people who uh, take the Mahabharata or whatever and they take it from someone's perspective. In those kind of stories... You get a lot of imagination coming into play and the reaction to that, the reaction to that, different people have different reactions to that. See, for example, uh, as I say, my books are not in the big league, so I don't get criticism about what I have written and all that, okay? But my readers, I do get uh, brickbats and bouquets from two ends of the spectrum. So on one end, I have disappointed readers who criticize my books because they don't have the twists, modern twists. <laughs> okay. So they they, and then they say, why haven't you modified the story? You could have made it more racy. Contemporary. Yeah. You understand. So I get that from one end. And from the other end, I have readers who have appreciated my stories only because I have not used the Puranas as starting points for distorted uh, versions. You know, and I'm quoting these things. Okay? In fact, I one, one said like, you know, uh, I mean, I just love your books because you haven't desecrated the original with modern twists. So, I mean, I suppose you can't please everyone, but I think maybe that answers your question about like, you know, perspective. So I have taken the helicopter perspective and yes, I find that very comfortable. And as I said, I I have, you know, both ends of the spread have leaders, the side and that side, those for it and those against. Any work
0: will have that, uh, both sides.
2: I know. know. I Like you said, you can't... You can't please everyone. Everyone.
0: But let's come to your um, work. Give me one small, tiny example from your work, um, which you took the original like this and you have... Uh, you know, like you said, um, if I can say those words, uh, you have gently uh, told the story in this way. Not much of a, t- a change, but this is what I took. This is what I said. and Any small one, that is oh. one thing I want to know.
2: And that's very simple, JT. Like, for example, uh, maybe in Dance of Shiva, Dance of Shiva is basically a collection of stories about the uh, Stalapurana. There's legends behind that temples. So then we have a temple in Tirkanayur, an Abhirami temple in uh, Tirkanayur, very famous and uh, over there what basically happens is, I just give you a shot, the, temp- the a priest, I mean a man, he's a, he's an ah, Ab- Abhirami bakhtar and uh, it's his story. So what I do to make it more readable, so what I have done there is I've added a few minor characters. Mm. For example, for example, um, the temple priest mm. who happens to be a cousin of oh. Abhirami butter you Mm -hmm. know so then that priest comes forward to talk on his behalf when Mm -hmm. this uh, butter is lost in a trance and then this man comes forward to try and explain to the king no no this is my cousin he's not deliberately insulting you you know little things like this Mm -hmm. little Mm -hmm. minor characters okay
0: okay okay that kind of okay Okay, those are uh, carefully chosen gaps that you have taken to, uh, you know, fill in uh, from what I understand. Yeah. This, and, is,
1: and, and, this is the fiction part in your book. And, 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 ask, to, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. and if I may ask, with so many titles uh, you've done, has there been any small controversy from any kind of <laughs> readers, this, this set or that set, any controversial thing they said, you shouldn't have done that? Has, has
2: anyone said anything like that? No, no, not at all. I mean, the only thing I have got is, I, as I have told you already, this criticism about you know why don't you fictionalize it more, make it real, oh. and those who say, "Oh, we so love the fact that you're not." Haven't given that. any room for that. It
0: seems. Uh, well, I, I think that. maybe.
2: <laughs> I think maybe they haven't got enough attention for that. Would be more <laughs> accurate. <laughs>
0: Oh, okay. uh, 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 i mean uh, there sh- because people are like that jumpy when you touch puranas or you know, yeah, yeah yeah mythology.
2: yeah and if no um, and one and second an act- actually, actually there was uh, one reader who uh, had reviewed the uh, book and who had actually gone to find something which i had said to mm-hmm. note whether it was accurate or not too sure what point it was but mm-hmm. then finally why it didn't really fit yeah, and, and that particular person agreed also was because I have made it very clear that most of my material, a large part of my material is based on stories I have heard from the time I was a child. Mm. So, I mean, it is not that you can find everything I say is in the original Purana. No, I'm not claiming that at all. You
0: have always heard stories and you're basing your uh, works on them. Good. But do do you, when you decide on a work... Do you go and research further to know more? Because, yes, you have heard and you have a story, yes. But do you yeah, research? Yeah. Do you? Yes, I do.
2: And yes, how I much? Do. Because although mm. although a large part of my you know, story, I, I would say most part of my uh, story is based on uh, stories which have been passed down orally over the generations, I do some research. So, and then another thing is like, I love uh, temples. Most of us do. I mean, it's part of us, uh, the temple visits. And you would have all seen murals on the walls of the temples. That is another source for the material which I uh, gather. Mm -hmm. And then my research as such is almost completely online. Mm. And I mean, I think we're very lucky to have this ocean of information at our fingertips. So I make good use of that. And I have my uh, a few favorite uh, websites. Uh, for example, uh, Shaivam.org. Then there is a uh, sacredtext.com. Then Vedabase, uh, Vedabase.org. So you have some of these, and they are gold mines. Mm-hmm. I and they give you things. the yeah, they give you yeah, they give you the Puranas, the original. They give you access to very reputed translations. So I, these are just the kind of research. Okay,
0: five books written.
2: All of them are
0: mythological or uh, uh, religious text based. Fine. Do you have any uh, plans or ideas to go out of that comfort zone that you've created? do you have any plans or you're going to just wait for something to happen i mean if if at all something really uh, motivates me i will come out otherwise i'm not coming out is that the
2: actually can- i uh, my my uh, what i really enjoy i would love to do a collection of short stories okay On? that's my first love you mean social On, issues uh, maybe no not social more like uh, or from the perspective of a woman Hmm. Okay, stories in where the woman is you know, the kind of the main character or whatever. And okay. when I, as Again, I was studying, when I was choosing. Okay. okay. Yeah, no, no, nothing to do with mythology. Okay, nothing okay. To Social. Mythology. Absolutely nothing to do with Social. Female, what fictional short terms, Yeah. Fiction, fictional short stories. I look So when to I that. actually, no, and when I was actually researching on uh, what, the, my, what to offer my first book, before I even thought of for mythology, I came across, you know, this when I was looking at Indian writing and publishers, I found that many of them do not accept collection of short stories. So that was when I moved from that. Okay. This is not how I'm going to get published. Let's not think of this now. Let's shelve that. And that's when I went into uh, mythology. But to answer J.T.'s uh, question, my, I have just finished work on um, the tiger throne which is the title of my book. And uh, it is an English retelling of uh, Kalki's masterpiece, Pony in Silver. So I have moved from uh, mythology to historical <laughs> uh, fiction. Yeah, okay, to historical that's fiction.
0: Good. Yes, yes, yes.
2: That's at the editing stage. It's at the editing stage. Lovely, lovely. So I mean, um,
0: Preta, um, I thought of asking you about. Um, you know, rewriting, how many times do you rewrite and uh, what goes on in the editing part of your works? Uh, Because aspiring authors will be really, uh, you know, um, get inspired by your uh, answer. And uh, let us know what you do in that uh, part of your uh, work, please. Okay,
2: Uh, JT, as far as uh, rewriting goes, Yes, I uh, completely the I think, and maybe I, I read it to at least twice, at least twice. And each time, you know, it's like I'm kind of like, you know, uh, what do I say? Like uh, uh, caressing my work or something because little changes and one little touch there and touch there. In fact, I sometimes worry that even if I read it any number of times, I would still want to make one little change or something. So I stop with the three and uh, then I uh, submit it and then uh, you asked me about the editing oh my god that's the biggest bugbear for me and the most painful part of the journey my first journey for my first manuscript because uh, at that point I was so grateful to the publisher for having accepted uh, the book and so lacking in confidence that I was willing to jump through hoops to please my publisher in every way. Uh, I think the editor, it's her prerogative to advise changes, but I think it's the writer's prerogative to accept it or not. Uh,
0: Yeah, it's the writer's right to decline or accept, yes. And uh, talking about... um uh, I mean, you said about Poneel Selvan. Kalbis? Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Um, yes. What's your um, philosophy or your belief in translation? Uh, how much do you think is lost in the translation? Or Because in your case, you're also, uh, you're abridging it. You're, uh, yes, yes. yes. And condensing it, condensing it. So condensing it. And so how was it to do that? work and
2: uh, has it reached the publishers yet or not yeah Um, uh, my uh, it's called the tiger throne and it's now in the editing stage it's in the editing stage Mm. and uh, you were asking me about uh, translating translating uh, JT I think for me because this is the only one I have done okay this is the only translation I have done and uh, for me, like you know, I think a great deal of it is uh, of things which I would have liked to keep, and I have lost. Mm-hmm. I've tried to be very because as as you, I mean, I mean, obviously, it's a masterpiece. It's Kalki's masterpiece. So mm-hmm. I did not want to. Uh, I have not interfered with it in any way, and I've okay. tried to capture, you know, both the body and the soul. But however much I have worked mm-hmm. on it, because mm-hmm. of this constraint of uh, pages. Yeah. Because obviously, like, you know, they were very, they were about 600, 600, I said, no, impossible. So, you know, 800 pages itself. And his book is on 2000 odd pages. So, yeah. like, basically, I think um, my deepest regret in translating this particular thing is I lost a lot of the uh, atmosphere. Okay. Like, I mean, like, the uh, there's a lot of landscape description, you know, Tamil, we do all that. That, uh, some of that I have lost. But even that is okay. A, 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 a bit of the humor, bit of the humor, yeah, I couldn't yeah. really capture it. Uh,
0: most of the humor uh, goes with the uh, original language, so yes. it's always it's the not, case. It takes, yes. yeah, it's, it it's always it's always the case, and um, in that sense, you have not translated, or maybe you have adapted no. and you have condensed it. That could be a better
2: way to... I call it a retelling. Retelling. I call it a retelling. Oh,
0: great. So, shall we move on to the world of W? Uh, Over to Danya to ask the first step. Um, Yes. uh,
1: The world of W is nothing but a set of W questions like what, when, where. And it is for the audience to uh, scroll down to one listen if they cannot sit through the entire session or they don't have the time for it. So, it is just like a recap of the entire session we've had with you. And my first question would be, what is your next work and when is it uh, supposed to reach the hands of a reader?
2: I have just completed uh, The Tiger Throne, which is uh, my retelling of uh, Kalki's uh, Pony in It's now at the editing uh, stage. Hopefully, it should be out in uh, June or July.
0: Mm. So where can our readers and uh, our aspiring authors find your words?
2: My okay. books are all available on uh, Amazon uh, JD and I also have a, a website vitaraja.com mm-hmm. where I mean you can with the links with the links oh. to all my books
0: That's great. they're all available on mm. that. So so Kindle versions of those works are uh, available.
2: Yes, yes. 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 Okay. Good. In fact, uh, in abroad, like for example, in the USA, only the Kindle version is available. Abroad, yeah. only the Kindle version. is mm-hmm,
0: available.
2: Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Are you planning to do some something like a fiction
1: original, uh, and like apart from the uh, usual mythological side that you're? Yes, because
2: to... as I told you, or as I told both of you, this genre was not. Uh, something which was you know my favorite or anything like that as i told you i got into this because i thought this would be the easiest route to getting published so my first love actually is uh, short stories mm-hmm. uh, very women centric short stories mm-hmm. so i'm hoping mm-hmm. i'm hoping to take some time off for myself and you know be damned whether i'm published or not but I'm just going to write. Like no, no, you take should. some time off to write for myself. Yeah, write women's,
0: for myself. Women's, women's Day is coming. Yeah. Come up with the first story of your uh, women centric stories. Uh, women's Day yeah. is another, uh, maybe. Uh, I think. So that is six, what I would six, like to do. Yeah, yeah. Welcome. Welcome to the <laughs> world of actual <laughs> fiction.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Lovely.
1: Is your next book also
2: being uh, taken up by the same publisher, which is Jayco or? Yes, yes, Danya. I just stuck to Jayco throughout. I don't know, maybe it's just that I, I mean, I'm, I'm just staying within my comfort zone. How has social media helped you in promoting
1: or to reaching your, uh, you know, readers? Have readers gotten in touch with you through social media and given you uh, like, you know, suggestions or
2: like their comments in the book? Uh, I'm, uh, I I must confess that my uh, social media presence is abysmal. Okay. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think that social media is the most powerful tool for marketing. Mm-hmm. And uh, for me, uh, readers getting back to me is only there, you know, these reviews on um, Amazon. That's the, those are the reviews on Amazon. And uh, as I was saying, like, I mean, like, uh, I do get uh, big packs and bouquets from two ends of the spectrum. So yeah. I have readers, disappointed readers, who criticize my uh, stand of being true to the Puranas because then you know they uh, tell me that uh, there are no uh, twists to my stories and that I don't modify the storyline, the original storyline to make the narrative more exciting. And I yeah. also have uh, heard from uh, writers who appreciate me for the stand of staying true to the original, and they say it's such a refreshing change that you don't use the Puranas as starting points for distorted uh, stories. So,
0: um, you tell us how you felt about, talk, you know, this session talking with us, um, you know, about your uh, writing journey, your uh, books, and all. How you felt about this session, and also anything that you wish to. Tell our aspiring authors anything new at all.
2: As far as the session goes, I mean, uh, Danya and Jayi Jaiti, you made me feel so comfortable that I really did not feel I was being interviewed. I mean, you know, I just enjoyed myself. And like you know, shared my thoughts with you people and it's been so comfortable. Thank you for that. And uh, as for aspiring authors, all I can tell you is just hang on. I mean, you know, just hang on, just hang on. Believe in yourselves. And I would ask all of you to use JNTA as an example. Because mm-hmm. here's a person who when she met with rejection, as all of us do, I told you that dreadful silence after you submit your manuscript, she didn't waste time waiting for somebody to, you know, accept it. She just went on writing. So, you know, when she got published, she had a corpus of work ready. So I found that very inspiring. So I, I, that's what I'm going to advise all of you. Just keep going, right? Enjoy yourselves, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, and yeah, it'll click.
0: Yes. Yeah. Lovely.
1: Hope this episode brought you a little closer to the power of it. Thank you. All the best. Bye.